0: Welcome back. I'm Ben.
1: And I'm Carrie Nikolai.
0: We're realtors with Coldwell Banker Seaworth Realtors here in Wisconsin Rapids.
1: Yes, in Wisconsin Rapids.
0: And we are live and we'll be Hello. on the YouTube again.
1: Excellent. Sounds good.
0: So we're spreading out.
1: And it's nice to see that you got your Coldwell Banker swag on. I didn't realize we were going live, so I brought out my Wisconsinite swag.
0: Almost a lumberjack, but not quite.
1: Right. It is, you know.
0: It's cold outside.
1: It's, it is cold outside. It's nice and warm.
0: So speaking of cold weather.
1: It's coming. We're it's, we're not quite there yet. So
0: it's not as bad as last year.
1: Right. We have stages of cold weather here in Wisconsin.
0: Just wait. It'll come.
1: I always say we have to get to, we're, we're at cold. We have to get to very cold. And oh, my God, it's cold before we can start having that warm
0: up. Well, today is January 22nd. It's a Wednesday. January is almost done with. If it's anything like last year, We'll be in for quite a treat here uh, the next month and a half or so with more snow.
1: Yes, but at least this year we're getting our snow earlier than what we did last year because last year this time we were it out. It was bitter cold. It was bitter cold because we were out walking 80 acres to check out some hunting land. so we were out in very cold weather, but there were, we didn't have to walk through snow. Right. You know, the the. Wetland area was solid ice so we could walk on the creek and not have to worry about falling through. There was very little snow on the ground, but it was just cold.
0: This year, definitely different. Very different. And I'm okay with that. A little bit of snow was kind of drizzly today. So, talking about winter and vacant houses, I think we can have a discussion about security in the wintertime.
1: Right. Well, what brought this topic on is we did did a couple home tours today. So we did some showings, and I want to say at least a good half of our showings were in vacant homes. So out of our eight homes, I think four of them were vacant.
0: And it's a, a definitely a popular thing, a possibility, because we find a lot of buyers will purchase their house because the market is so limited, and then they'll list the home that they were living in, therefore making it vacant.
1: Well, and then too, we look at, you know, there's always that possibility where mom and dad were living at home. We finally moved them into the, to the assisted living. And now we emptied out the whole entire house and now we have a vacant home. So there's multiple reasons of why a house would become vacant about this time of year, which is still, I keep telling everyone, this is still the perfect time to list. This is actually the best time to list. Because when we're looking at homes in a particular price range, we just ran a ran a, a search and there was only six homes to go to take a look at. And we looked at five out of the six. And the sixth one that we're that was on the list was a definite no-go to begin with. So we looked at everything in that price range. So when you're looking at listing a home, now is the time because everyone is still looking and they've seen everything in that price range. So your home is going to get seen and get seen a lot. Because come in a couple months, that same price range, we may be looking at 15, 20 homes. That's a lot of homes to go take a look at. So your home may be missed due to the large number. So listening now is actually still a good idea.
0: Golly, I hope we uh, have that many homes in this nice, you know, median price range, the 8230 mm-hmm. thousand. Yeah. yeah.
1: I see it happening. I do. I see it happening. It's going to be one of those things where... We want to get out of our house here. We want to upgrade our home. But we know as soon as we list our home, our home is going to be gone and we can't get into that next one. So there there, there will be that break in there where we're going to have that many homes.
0: So if anyone's curious about where we ended up in 2019, we sold a lot of houses. Mm-hmm. We'll talk about that more in a little bit. We had our kickoff meeting today. We did. But yeah. Let's get back to the winter safety. So but... we had some vacant houses. It was during the daytime, so it was nice we didn't have to use flashlights. We talked about using flashlights last week. Yes, we did. Um, Proper footwear would have come in handy. Uh, We had a number of properties that didn't have shoveled driveways. Well,
1: it didn't help with the rain and the sleet and everything like that to make everything slippery. I, for sure, did not wear the appropriate shoes to go on these showings. So, when it came to walking around in the yard in the snow, um, that was not my... was not doing that. So, I probably would have lost a shoe. So... I just kind of stayed in the shoveled areas, but making sure that you have those that the proper footwear, where if you know you're going to be going on and showing and you're going to want to take a look at the yard because we're looking for the pups coming. So pups got to be able to have a nice area to go look in. So you're going to go walk around the yard to see if the fence is completely fenced in or do we need to fix this part of the fence? I think wearing boots would have been a better idea
0: today. Definitely boots weather. Mm hmm. And they're easy to slip on and off, so you don't have to wear mucking around inside the house either. Right. So if you're a seller and it's this time of year, thinking about home security and how to make sure your house is on the secure level, maybe, you know, remote monitoring type things.
1: We talked a little bit about security cameras today of, you know, if you are going to list and it is going to be vacant. You know, maybe put up a security camera so that way you can kind of see who's coming and going. Um, The camera doorbell seems to be a very popular choice for a lot of homeowners, too. So that way, you know, any motions kind of coming in front of the house, it's going to trigger that that doorbell to start
0: recording. So that way you do know who's coming and going. And these are not exactly high priced options either. Uh, they're fairly affordable. A, a few dollars. I'm not sure what a, a doorbell will run. Probably between eighty and two hundred and twenty, depending on the model.
1: Depending upon what you're looking for and, and how you want to interact with it.
0: You, if you're handy, you can do yourself with uh, security camera systems. So I you know I did that for a, a house or two that I had lived in. And you know, you can buy a kit over at Best Buy or off of the internet, and a little bit of handyman special, running some wires and. It's, it's about there. You can also get wireless cameras where you just mount the camera and it has a battery inside of it. Mm-hmm. Um, if you plan ahead, you can get systems that all connect together.
1: Right. And, you know, getting your the temperature for the house. So everyone always asks, well, how cold should I keep the house or how warm should I keep the house? You know, we always kind of talk about that, too, of making sure that the house is warm. So that way, when people walk in, it's not. Oh my gosh, this is cold. It's it's a cold home. The homes that we saw today, they were at a fairly decent temperature, so that was very nice today. But even you know, still with the Nest thermostat that's out there, there, I know there's a few others too. But having that on your phone and be able to go, okay, I've got a showing, or I just want to track it. So that way, if you are a distance away, so if you're selling Mom's house in Akusa and you live in Minnesota you can kind of control what that house is doing that far away. So that's super nice. Technology is awesome.
0: And you can coordinate your Nest thermostat with a Nest doorbell. That way it's all on the same app on your phone or other device. Mm -hmm. It's pretty handy. It is. Um, You can also, I'm not going to promote any specific company, but you could get a third-party company to remote monitor for you. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, a traditional security system that you would have a company come in and install window sensors, glass sensors, and that also goes into if you are still living in the house and you are just away for a little bit you know the the nanny cam idea i've I know a lot of people set up temporary cameras so they can monitor what's going on inside the house. that also leads to the buyers be careful because there might be monitoring in the house and we had a, a dissertation on that last year from one of our seminars and it is legal.
1: It is. And we've even seen a couple homes on on showings, especially those homes out in the country, there are cameras in homes. It's just something that is now starting to trickle down into homes. We're used to it being in the malls at the grocery store. We're we're used to it being in other places, not in the home. It's finally coming to that home. So, you know, just be aware. I mean, make sure whatever you do, it's gonna always act nice, proper. You know, because you're always going to be on camera. So if you already kind of get into that mindset of, I'm already on camera, I'm just going to behave like I normally do.
0: And then be careful what you discuss as well. You know, you might want some information from the realtor to be held confidential that you don't want the other uh, side of the transaction to know about. You might have concerns about the house that you don't want to give away your hand for a negotiating point. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> might not be something that's completely horrible in the house, you know, like the roof or ceilings are falling in. Those are obvious. But something that's important to you that you might be able to live with, we, we always say this is a, um, what what can you live with? These are gently used houses. So what can you compromise on? Right. But having those conversations, you know, in our office is a, a good, safe place to be. And then we can also go through that and brainstorm a little bit more afterwards and don't have to do it right inside the house. Although it's less convenient this time of year because it is cold.
1: It is very cold. Well, not really too very cold, but it's cold.
0: So, again, keeping a self-awareness. You know, are there pets around? What is the condition of the house? Uh, We saw a few houses today that were built in the late 1800s. They're 150 years old.
1: They're going to have some issues.
0: So, you know, climbing stairs up and down. The stair treads are not even sizes. They're narrower than what we're used to. And then you know you get up to a top floor. Look before you step. Um, Height
1: ceiling heights might be a little bit oh, yeah. shorter upstairs. So, uh, in you know, exactly. So you know, kind of watch the head if you need to duck. Make sure you you're kind of self aware of of your surroundings. Of I may have to duck in this in this area.
0: And then heaven forbid we see a, a couple items in the news where agents and uh, customers have been uh, absconded or, or attacked things like that, Um, luckily not in this market, but in big markets, and it could happen here, who knows?
1: Well, even, I mean, this time of the year, we always look at at ice, you know, today we had the sleet, and it wasn't that bad starting out, but as we started to go through our showings, by the time we got to the last house, it was definitely slick outside, so just, (laughs) you know, your, your agent may be reminding you, you know, to walk like a penguin, you know, that's our favorite phrase that we tell each other, so that way we're not falling, so if you shuffle your feet, You're careful you're using the hand railings because if they're vacant homes, they're not going to be sanded or salted by the time we get to that showing. Or if they are, awesome job. We love to see that Um, just for for the safety reasons of, you know, we don't want to have to call an ambulance during our showings.
0: And that's something for the sellers to keep up with, too. You know, if you're selling your house, go ahead, keep those things shoveled and sanded. Mm
1: Mm-hmm. You know, some some agents do offer that that service that could be a value-added service that, you know what, during the uh, cold season, we'll go and put salt down or sand down. So that way you have that, that ability that it's always going to be taken care of, especially if you live out of state. You know, so asking those questions of, is there a possibility to have, you know, some sort of value added to that. So our cameras are making funny noises, so that's what we're taking a look at. They are, no worries. Okay.
0: So, you know, keep an eye on your house, keep in contact with your agent. If we need to go out and check on your home, we'll we'll, we'll do that and we'll let you know what we see. Yeah, and, we
1: and we've done that for some of our sellers. We've gone over and shoveled driveways and sidewalks before it's showing and you know, we'll we'll
0: do that. We'll get definitely get you in contact with uh snow removal services. Mm-hmm. You know, they they can come out, do a professional job, they're fully insured. Yep. So just want to talk about you know safety and what you can do about it. um, we did tour a couple of houses today after our kickoff meeting. We did, so we had one it's three twenty one Wisconsin River drive for one hundred and seventy nine thousand dollars that's over in Port Edwards,
1: yep, that was uh two houses away from the uh, ports y m c a location
0: mm-hmm. so
1: super cool home. It was a really neat home. They did some remodeling to that, so it had that that old Old home feel with a little bit of country, but with a little bit of modern yet, too, on top of it. So we had a lot of you know modern updates to it, but it still kind of had that country, open, big kitchen that you expected in a farmhouse, but in, in Port Edwards. And it overlooked the river. So it was very beautiful looking outside the living room windows. You got to see the beautiful river. It was quite nice.
0: It's an amazing location. They did really good with the remodel.
1: They did. And a nice wide staircase going upstairs and down.
0: There's still a little bit of TLC that you can do to uh, finish the finishes up in the, uh, the walls and whatnot. Um, painting is probably about it. Maybe a little stucco repair mm-hmm. up in the upstairs. But yeah, even the outside was, was quite impressive.
1: And there were big bedrooms too.
0: <clears throat> I was amazed for the age of the house how big the, the spaces were. Yes. So then we went over to Grand Rapids, 3420 36th Street South. Um, that one was $125,000, and the house was um, somewhat owner-occupied. It's a traditional ranch with a full basement, right? and the owner had lived in the basement part-time. This was the second house, and he rented up the upstairs.
1: Right, so it kind of had like a duplex feel to it. So, you know, the the main floor ranch was a typical two-bedroom main floor ranch. So the basement, like you said, is... They put in in a steel door, so there was a door there that let you into the second living area. So if a family did want to have a dual living situation, this was already pre set up for that. So that was really nice to see. But if you could pretty handy if you're a handy person, you could add in those extra stairs and turn it back into just, to a single family living unit.
0: Very easily.
1: Very easily, and with already a bedroom down there, it could be a three bedroom. Home quite easily could also maybe get a fourth, not too sure, but definitely maybe a craft room out of there.
0: And they had a secondary exterior eg- entrance, exit. entrance and exit. exit. Yep, yep. So th- that makes moving things in and out even more handy. And it was covered outside, so it's not just a steel bilco door or something like that. Right. Um, and that's over in a great neighborhood. We had sold a house just down the street, maybe two blocks away, um, and that went for one hundred eighty thousand dollars. It had a little bit different, it, it was different um, finishes, certainly. This mm-hmm. one will need uh, a little bit of TLC again, probably some new carpet and paint. Yeah. But it's, it's pretty much moving ready. It was. It is. So we had a good tour today. And what did we do before the tour? We had our staff meeting.
1: Okay, we had, I was going to say breakfast,
0: but. What? Kickoff meeting. Yeah, we had our kickoff meeting. Um, there's going to be a lot of really great things coming for 2020. Uh, we're excited about it. Some new plans and programs for you, the clients, to get um, hopefully some, some more listings generated for everybody in the area.
1: And we're going to be doing a a very large open house. So there, we're going to give a little bit of the details out. We don't have too many of the details, so we're not going to give out dates. But with Bank Banker Corporate doing their rebranding, we are we obviously have to buy new signs because we've got to put out the new logo and everything like that. And we are so excited to get our new swag. And with that, we're going to be doing a open house for the community. And we're going to put on a really nice spread. So that's going to be coming up. In the springtime. In the springtime. So like I said, I'm not going to give out dates until we have things narrowed down a little bit more. So that way we can definitely plan for that. And as we get closer, we'll talk more about that whole entire aspect of what that's going to look like.
0: And the Kodal Banker North Star logo, you might start seeing around, it's the North Star. It is. I mean, Kodal Banker has been 113 years of leading families home, just like the North Star would lead sailors.
1: And I'm really hoping that you, because you are more tech savvy than I am, that maybe we can put out the little bit of a, of a video of the North Star brand.
0: Of course, we can do video all the time.
1: I know you can. So if we can get get something up there, a link up there, so that way people can go to that website and, and take a look at at that, so that way we can have it. Um, I would do it old school and just have a computer here, and we'd play it, but that's me.
0: Oh, no, we can do better. I know you can do better. So everyone's going to be seeing a lot more of the Code Old Banker North Star as we go through and move ahead into 2020. We're excited about that. Mm-hmm. We also referenced where we came from in 2019, and it was a pretty good year. The actual number of homes sold throughout the state was down slightly, but we were still quite on par with last year. Uh, across the state, uh, We see the entire state sold 82,147 compared to last year, 2018, was 82,198. So we were down only a few units across the state, but the prices per house increased substantially. Uh, JR was saying 4%, I believe.
1: Right. We were down 4% last from last year. If we look at your year, year over year, we were down 4% selling of units of homes sold. But then we also, we increased that sale price by 4%. So, you know, we still did really good. We are still short of homes. So they were anticipating that little bit of dip because the previous year we didn't have that many homes on the market to begin with. So it wasn't the lack of people wanting to buy. It was just due to the lack of homes available to buy.
0: Interest rates are still great. So it's just the inventory, which is why we keep saying if you're considering selling your house, even thinking about it, we can come out, do a market analysis, see where you'll be in the market placement, and it's probably a good time for you. Mm -hmm. Uh, One of the other things we look at is what we listed the house to sell at, that price that we put out there initially versus what the house actually sold for. So how accurate are we as agents at pricing your house correctly? So we look at a lot of market data when we do the house pricing thing. We do uh, compare it to a lot of other houses that sold that are similar. One of the things that we insist is that we come out and actually look at your house to get a better idea of what your house is and that we can compare it more apples to apples with things that had sold in the market. Right. So in 2019, overall, um, it was 98.15% what the house is actually sold for. So if you had a $100,000 house, statistically, it would have sold for $98,000.
1: Okay. That makes sense. Okay.
0: So it sold for just a look. Now, this is the... um, This is the average. This is... The average in the Wisconsin Rapids MLS area. Okay. Okay. So in our local area, the average is you list a house and it'll sell a few uh, percent less.
1: And we do have those rare, rare occasions where we list the house at a hundred thousand and it sold for one forty due to all of the competitiveness of you know what I want to, I want that house so I'm going to put in more money. I'm going to say hey. I really want this house, so I'm going to buy it at 120, or I'm going to buy it at 130, so that way I know I end up with that house with the highest number on the table. So we've seen some of that
0: too, and, and that has happened. But still, the average is it'll sell for less than what it's listed for, which means there are a lot of other agents who aren't pricing the houses correctly, and so they'll sell for way less, even though a lot of agents will have houses sell for way more. Right. Now, we looked at our statistics personally, and you've priced the houses 100%, actually 100.84% on target. On target. (coughs) Excuse me. Which means the average is if you listed a price for $100,000, it'll sell. Now, this is just the average, right? Right. It would sell for $100,840 so just slightly over that which means you're right on right on the money
1: we try to hit hit it right on the mark in the beginning so that way you know it can sell quickly and for what we need for best price possible
0: right the price that the market is going to bear the people will actually pay for it so that we are being at 100% and see the average in our areas at 98% you know that's why i think a lot of people still keep coming to us over at codal banker seward you know, because we've got good coaching. JR's done this for a whole bunch of years and our team approach, you know, we know how to price the houses correctly. Mm -hmm. Yes, we do. So that was fun to see. Um, We had a little breakdown and I'll be getting out the newsletter. If you want to get in our market monthly newsletter about how the real estate market is doing, go ahead, give us a call. We'll put up a sign up, you know, throw it on social media, all that good stuff. So let us know your email and we can get you the newsletter.
1: And you can send it to us privately in Messenger. So, just in case you didn't want to put it on our Facebook page or anything like that, you can send it to us in Messenger so that way we can still keep it private for
0: you. Um, some quick numbers I told you around the state, we were a little bit down in units and a little bit higher in price. And that's consistent with our region as well the center, c- central region of Wisconsin. We were actually um, in December, the center part of the state sold. Two more units than what we did in November. So, again, December was a good month to have your house listed. You're, you'll sell it. And they sold for $2,000 on average, that medium price. Yep. Now, Wood County was about the same. So, we were right even with November in both units and price, but price was a little bit more by a thousand or two in that medium price range. So, more details in the newsletter. It gets kind of boring just listening to it.
1: I was gonna say, I'm, you know, when you hear this, the the stats, they're they're interesting that, to hear, but how does that relate to me and, and my home? That's where we're having that one-on-one conversation. Sit down and, and let's talk about it. Um, I know you love charts and graphs.
0: I I enjoy my charts and graphs.
1: And we have lots of them. We got our new charts and graphs today too. So we've got that option. So if you're more of a charts and graph person and wants to see how this law looks, we can get you a chart and graph.
0: Definitely. So sign up for the newsletter and we can get that to you. And then if you are curious about our marketing strategy and how we can market your house for you and get you that price the most accurately. We'll come out and we'll do that sit-down conversation with you, and go through our market consultation. How do we market your house? And that's where all those charts and graphs come in as well. Yes. So we don't have any open houses scheduled. No, we don't. i to talk about anything else quick before I get into the area events for the weekend? Nope. go ahead. Shoot, give it the uh, area events. So if you don't know, I'm an amateur radio operator. I have been for good golly, almost 20 years now. Our local amateur radio club, we're involved in what's called Winter Field Day. So it's a chance for us to get out and test our equipment, make sure that it functions even in the cold, and make a bunch of contacts, talk to people all around the world. So we're gonna be um, this Saturday and Sunday morning over at United Ambulance. So if you're curious about amateur radio, Go ahead, stop on over, and we'll be talking to people, like I said, all around the world. It's kind of a neat hobby. Um, Friday, they've got a Mario Kart tournament for uh, people age 11 through 18 over at Macmillan Library. Okay. That starts at 4 p.m. on Friday. Sounds like fun. Mario Kart. How, it's it's awesome. I know you like it. I do. You get to smash things and drive off the road
1: not sure if you get to smash things. You get to smash the car.
0: Which is fun, right?
1: I I guess. Yeah. I I always have to play with the kids. That's the only way I can really enjoy it. Because otherwise, I just, I don't get it. They just then get to yell at me and tell me where I'm supposed to go be. Which is
0: good times. Right. I enjoy it with them. This weekend is also at the Performing Arts Center, the LHS Winter Show. I believe it's Radium Girls. Okay. So that's Friday and Saturday. Uh, Let's see, the River Kings are doing games Friday and Saturday over at the hockey arena. And then Sunday, we've got the Port Edwards Fishery over at the Nepco Lake Shelter. Then also on Nepco is uh, Sunday at 10 a.m., Wakeley's Ice Harvest. So if you're curious about some of the historical ways of life that had happened, you know, in the late 1800s and whatnot, when this area was being... um, Established. There you go. Good one. I know. People come, they establish. Mm-hmm. Well, they didn't have refrigerators. They didn't have electricity. So how do they keep food cold throughout the summertime? You had root cellars, and then you also had ice. You get the ice in the winter. You keep it. It keeps your food cold. So archaic, but that's how we lived before it all this technology. Yes, that is correct. Before radios were invented in the 20s. Before electricity came into all of our houses.
1: So we got a lot of area events going around the area. Um, Feel free to check out the Chamber of Commerce website. I'm sure they have some more events that, you know, if we did not find them, that's where they usually are located. So thanks again for for listening and for watching, for those who are watching live. So thanks again, and make sure you guys have a great Central Wisconsin Day. Bye-bye.